Performative activism. A unifier. The value and the impact of activism in 1976 versus activism as we see today. Onopa Shimba is the founder of uh, the uh, podcast called uh, Podcasts, uh, Culture Podcast. They talk about a lot of things, I tell you. They talk about a lot of things. When you go and listen to the podcast, you need to have an open mind and be able to engage and debate and think about things. And uh, talking about uh, the man himself, himself, he joins us on the line. Happy Wednesday, Uno. Good morning this morning. Thank you for waking up so early. Good morning, good morning, Manfa. How are you doing, man? I should be asking all the listeners. I should be asking you, how are you doing, sir? Well, I have to tell you, man, because of the subject at hand, I'm nervous. <laughs> but um, I'm doing great. It was a restful, long weekend. Um, back to back to the grind today. So um, I'm actually very happy to be up early this morning because, you know, uh, so early. How did you so celebrate? Yeah, how did you celebrate yesterday? Um, well, I think every youth day, I just I celebrated by remembering my freedom, you know, and that there are, there are places and people that don't necessarily have uh, the opportunities that I do to to even just express myself in the way that I do, you know. Uh-huh. I mean, it was it was reflective, I guess, as I can say. Yeah, time to think about things. But who is Uno and uh, what is he about? And also talk talk to us about uh, Culture Podcast. Okay, great. Um, so first of all, I just like to express my gratitude on behalf of myself and the people that I work with: Dan, Kelvin, um, Fundo, AK, and uh, Catherine. Um, the Culture Podcast is a podcast that we started about three years ago. Um, initially, when we started it, the whole, the, the, it's still the purpose, the objective has always been to educate and entertain. And, you know, we like to, we like to use the term edutainment as our, if there was a genre, that's our genre. Because um, as much as there are, engaging conversations that will stimulate our minds. There's also engaging conversation that will entertain us. So our whole thing is to find the balance between between the two. Now, you asked me about myself. Um, I am a 31-year-old male. Um, I, I work in construction on one end, and on the other end, I, I'm a musician, I'm an artist. I'm into hip-hop, but I'm also into expression. You know, um, as an artist, the reason why I'm mot- I w- we were motivated to start the, the podcast is we also have voices. We also have things to say. And I, I don't feel like I should wait until I have an album out to say the things that I want to say. But at the same time, it's difficult to say what you want to say on somebody else's platform because of the parameters that they set for you. So we developed our own because we want to be limitless in our expression. Yeah, eh? Freedom to say what you need to say and maybe step yeah. on a few toes as well. I'm yeah, yeah, exactly. Ruffle a couple feathers. <laughs> <laughs> now, in, in, in the last while, I mean, May, June has been a very busy, a, a busy time for activism. All of a sudden, the world is talking and mm. people are talking at various levels. 
And there's yeah. this this term now that uh, people call the performative activism. Do you want to talk to us about that? Performative activism. Uh, you know, it's a very it's a very interesting concept, man. To tell the truth, <laughs> and I've been trying to wrap my head around the, around it since I heard of it for the first time last week. I don't know how how long is how long is the term existed. I don't know. <laughs> but from what I from what I understand, anyway, it's <laughs> um, putting the act in activism. <laughs> you know, like people, or when, rather, when an individual is publicly for or against something, but privately doing the opposite. Because, it, it because becomes theatrical. You, you said it becomes theatrical. Yes. That, that, that's the concern I have because I mean activism mm. has always been activism either way, depending yes. on the yes. cause that you feel passionate about. Uh, what, yes. what, when they, when you have now prefix like performance, uh, performative, um, I'm wondering, could it be that people? are there for other reasons but the real cause and uh, maybe they want to leverage a serious issue for personal gain perhaps yeah it's true i mean um okay but i, I want to just like go back to that performative workers because there's a, a, a something that i thought about it's like um practice what you preach right so a person who doesn't practice what they preach. That's performative activism, isn't it? Right? Well, I don't know. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm grappling <laughs> with it. But th this is okay. what I deduce from looking at what happens. Mm. Because my understanding, yeah. the way I see it, it's almost like people take serious um, issues. How passionate they are about those things is debatable. Mm. But for the most mm. part, mm. you find that it, it's all about social gain, social leverages, to be yeah. seen at the right places so that maybe personal, mm. personal brand gains a bit of mileage? Mm. 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 The, the, the word that I think we use for, for that behavior when, when we discuss this kind of a thing um, on our podcast and I'm going to quote Cardi B's husband. <laughs> it's clout. They'll do anything for clout. Uh, the term social capital is a very, as I said, it's a great dress for the word clout. People are encouraged and motivated to seem active on, on subjects or topics or whatever because they have their own agenda that they're trying to push. Like, I mean, um, you see how someone will, will drop a tweet and then it goes viral. And then right under the tweet, they say, okay, fine, I'm promoting uh, this product XYZ. Yes, it might have been coincidental in that circumstance, but the, the, the mere fact that uh, you're taking a cause, like you're taking a trending topic, a serious topic that is being discussed and dissected, and you're then taking that and the attention you got for, for something you said on that subject to promote something else, or even just to promote yourself as as maybe a better human being than somebody else, I think that that's performative. It's not truly sincere. It's not genuine. 
Sure. It's not genuine. And 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 you can tell. You can tell because anybody who is sincere about about what they're saying, the actions always back it up. In fact, the actions usually go before the the, the, the verbalizing of uh, whatever the, the subject is. You can trace a person's sincerity by what they're actually doing. Uh, oh no. If one was to ask you yeah. a question, at your age, mm-hmm. having seen what you've mm-hmm. seen and having followed the history, let's say go back to 1976, having learned okay. and read how things happened in 96 and after, and what is happening now in terms of voicing, the, the uh, in, instead of, in, in terms of amplifying the voice of the youth and in terms of highlighting some of the issues that we need to uh, address, how how do the um, two compare for you? Um, it's very hard to compare. I mean, 1976 was how many years ago, right? And we look at how the landscape of the world in general has changed. And then we look at how the landscape in South Africa has changed, right? And there have been so many technological advancements and... Um, so many different trends in thought. So much, so much has happened, right? And with all these things that have happened, come differences and division, right? Now, if it's my opinion, and you must, uh, anyone can correct me if I'm wrong. My opinion is that it is harder to get people today for one cause to fight for one cause than it than it was back then, because today. You know, due to my access to information, the books that I've been reading, etc., 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 I can have an opinion that is different from from yours. And because I have an opinion that's different from yours, um, I, I might not necessarily engage that cause in the same way that you would. Not to say that I won't engage it, but it, it might it might not be the same. So there's less people marching, maybe, and more people want to have a, a discussion some people don't know what to do you know so i i think i think well, the biggest difference that makes it hard to to compare because challenges will always be there you know we're, we're, we're young we are young we, we're always going to to be in, in, a, in a in a in a battle for some or other justice whether it's for for for, for black lives for, for men for women for for children you know, anti-crime, uh, uh, transgender, LGBTQI+, there's always something to be active for. But, you know, if we're looking, for example, uh, if, if the chances are less likely that a straight man will be protesting for the rights of gay people. I'm not saying it doesn't happen, but the chances are much lower. But why? Why not? Because these are also human beings, both cases. Yeah. Do, do, do you think there is yeah. a place for performative activism? And if there is, where would you place it? And where do you think it's misplaced? Uh, I'm sorry, I didn't hear the first part of your question. Now, I was asking if you think there is a place in society for performative activism. And if there is, where would you place it? Or is there a, pl- is there a situation where it is misplaced? Okay, so what I think on that is, is, is there a place for performative walking? No, there, there's no place for it. 
but it's also not new. It's not it's not a phenomenon that just started occurring um, two weeks ago because somebody treated something that goes against his actions. It's 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 inherent in the human being to be a hypocrite. Because performative activism or performative wokeness is, is rooted in being a hypocrite. And we're all hypocrites, right? Now, I think the purpose of us being hypocrites is to strive to not be hypocrites. So the, the performative wokeness has got a, a role to play until to make you realize maybe that your action. I mean, it's for the individual, not for people to see. You need to realize that inconsistency within yourself. So it's important for performative wokeness to do that, for you to realize that you're not practicing what you preach. But the moment you realize that, you need to to put it away. You need to put it in the trash. Once you've come to the realization that, hey, man, I'm doing this for clout, and you don't, correct your ways, you know, then got a problem. <laughs> um, you know, when you look at these people, uh, you know, the groups of people who are seen to be uh, performative activists, you find that uh, it's younger people. I don't know if I'm reading this wrong. Is it younger people? Uh-huh. Do they need to, during their wokeness, the process of wokeness, uh-huh. to be reminded uh-huh. that, look, Put more weight in the real issues. Obviously, uh, look at social capital as a by-the-by thing. Something that you pick up without, shall we say, the unintended benefit, as it were. Would you say that? Um, I don't know. You said unintended benefit. I don't know why. Do you think it's unintended that they're going to benefit? That they benefit? I think it's, sometimes it's intended that you know I want to, I want to leverage this topic for clout, or I want to, I want to be seen as somebody who, who's got an intelligent opinion on the subject, you know. And then you go, you go as far as um, talking so much about it. And you're talking doesn't match your actions, like like we mentioned. So I don't know. I don't know. It's a tough uh, one, isn't it? <laughs> it's a tough one. It's a tough it's, one. It's, 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 it's something that uh, young and old will have to grapple with and be able to deal with yeah. it because, uh, yeah. b- b- by the look of things, it's not going to go away. But maybe it can certainly take shape in a different way yeah um it, yeah. it can also i think uh, i don't know what you think um it can provide those opportunities at least people gather and talk about things and how much yeah. they talk about things and how much seriousness they put in them so that uh, mm-hmm. the influence change that then mm-hmm. is another uh, story altogether you agree yeah um Yes, I do. And I want to give like an, an illustration, a real-time illustration about... Um, so, we, we all know about what, what happened with that George Floyd story. I'm not going to get into it too much. You know, and I'm, a, I'm an Arsenal supporter, right? And one thing I saw was the team, they posted a video of 
I mean, a photo of themselves in the stadium kneeling, you know, and I mean, Arsenal is an English team. Um, it's got American owners, a, a white American owner, <laughs> and the, the players are doing this, and there's someone who had taken a photo and they posted it on their social media. So, because Arsenal is my team, I'm looking at this like, why are they doing this? You know, are, are they, do they really... Are they really in touch with the struggle of of George Floyd and Black Lives Matter, or is it just because they don't want to feel left out because Liverpool did it the day before, you know? And then I read, I read, I read, I read, I read, and then I discovered that it's the Arsenal captain who's the one who had suggested that, which is uh, he's also, he's a black guy from Ghana, Pierre Emerick Aubameyang, you know? And and I was relieved to hear that because it would have seemed performative to me. But still, in that performativeness, awareness, the team Arsenal had managed to raise awareness on the subject. So it's also a case of, um, yes, it, it might kind of be a performance, but the action is, does have potential to have a positive impact because it raises awareness on the subject. Like if I put out a tweet, you know, and I'm saying um, uh, Black Lives Matter, or stop GBV, and it gets yeah. 10,000 tweets, uh, 10,000 retweets, and somebody uh, comments and points out my my uh, my inconsistency, my performative activism. I mean, at the end of the day, how much wrong have I done if my action caused awareness on the subject? Yeah, you know, Una, we can talk until the cars come home, but what, what I pick <laughs> up as well is, is it... Um, it, it raises interesting questions, and one can it's difficult not to think that uh, people who are performative activists know how to seize an opportunity for gain, how much yeah, they sure. put back into that opportunity for positive gain for the rest of society because they do these things in open spaces is another mm. debate altogether. How do we get yeah, hold of you sure. and how do we engage with uh, Culture Podcast? Because, hey, I had you guys handle some hectic topics there, yo. Uh, we try, we try. <laughs> okay, so um, on, on, on all of my social medias, my handle is at the Uno You Know, uh, the Uno You Know, T H E U N O Y O U K N O W. The Uno You Know, and uh, you can check out our podcast at the Culture Z A the Culture. It's the Culture K U L C H A Z A. Um. You can also follow my, my, my partners, bra, at bra underscore smoothies, the co-founder of the Culture Podcast. We've got the president as well. We've got Baxi and Akona. Um, we are available on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, on Google Podcasts. Every, po- every podcast hosting service, you'll find the culture on there. Well, Brauna, thank you. We'll yeah. be listening. We'll talk more because of this, you know, develops and it grows. We'll talk Thanks. again. Maybe uh, we'll be Thank seeing you, it differently. But uh, keep on, you know, getting the dialogues going on and keep on engaging young people with us. So we've got to tell a lot of stories. Cute.